The Mind Aware, 293. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So we talk a lot about the range of emotions here on the Mind Aware Show, don't we? We talk about, you know, that it's important to feel good. If you feel good first, then you act great. That feeling good is important. Coming from a place of love is important. Being focused, being present is important. And it's easy to talk about these things, but sometimes I think people wonder, like, yeah, but how do you do that? How do you do that all the time? And is it really that important? Like, isn't it just equally possible to be successful by being ruthless and awful? Well, you know what? We are here to tackle that very subject with the author of I am, you are, love is. His name is Curtis Christian, and let's talk about love. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Dana. Thank you for having me on, and and thanks to everyone who's tuning in. Yeah, it's great to have you here. You know, I have to tell you, I love your website and your message and, you know, everything that you're out there preaching about. And so let's dig into love a little bit. Why do you think love is important. I mean, is that too broad of a subject to tackle? I don't know. Why? Is, it, it, what do you think? It, it definitely can be. It can be, you know, about as simple or complex as you want to make it uh, in a way. And so to say, yeah, love is important or love is, you know, all there is, love is everything, those things, they can sound really simple. Um, and it, it, even the book itself initially started out, it was supposed to be a lot more simple. Um, it's supposed to just be a blog post and then it turned into a chapter of a book and then it turned into the whole book. And, and it's still really, I mean, it feel only, you know, covers the very, you know, very tip of what you could really delve into. Um, but I, for me, love is important. And you know, one of the kind of the analogy, I make a few analogies in the book. And, um, one is just love as the space where everything else happens. So where everything else is arises. So, you know, there's, there's space around us. And so it's, it's kind of a, a similar question as to asking kind of like, why is, you know, the space important? Um, you know, because it's, it's that which helps facilitate the rest of our experience. And so, you know, a lot of the whole, spectrum of human emotions as those things arise it's easy to it's easy to identify with you know both thought and emotion and so when something arises and you're saying that you know i am angry um you know when really if you kind of get the sense um so another analogy i'll point out in the book would be um an ocean so if love is the ocean you can have a storm in one place but still you know underneath there's this stillness and so you kind of if you have that sense of love being that stillness underneath when a storm arises you don't necessarily say i am angry you know more just like i am experiencing anger yeah um, i get but, that i get yeah. I, yeah i like that actually and i really like that analogy of the ocean 
because you can have the ocean, you can have that stillness, you can have that calm and peace, but that doesn't mean there's not a storm here or there amongst the ocean. I mean, that is just brilliant, really brilliant analogy. So let me see if I have this right then. I think what you're saying is that rather than let's not call it love, right, or maybe another analogy for love or another word for love is more like silence or soul or whatever that backdrop is that's behind. You know, I think one of the challenges when talking about love is that we have such skewed definitions of it. It's either romantic or sexual love or, you know, it's the the parent who's angry and saying, I'm doing this only because I love you. And so we've got all of these weird connotations with love. And I, I think I hear what you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're, it sounds to me like you're talking about like all that is. Like the essence or the soul or whatever is behind all that is, right? It is. It kind of started, the exploration started with a premise that love is all that is. And so with all those other things that, you know, the forms that things can take and the things that look like not love, you know, I didn't want to just be, you know, walking around saying, you know, kind of saying a mantra to myself, you know, love is everything, love is everything, love is everything, and ignoring all the rest. But it's like, how can I still experience and embrace love in the, you know, with all the rest of those things present? And so, yeah, it really is to me, you know, the, the true love is, is kind of that's the, the thing that blossoms from that essence or that stillness. And, and I'm still kind of I'm still on an exploration myself to really, you know, embrace and experience all of that. Um, but it's it's so, yeah, to ask, you know, well, how can love be present in this situation? You know, well, because that situation itself, like it, it can be love you know, based on that premise that love is everything, but it's just kind of going deeper and asking, is this the most optimal expression of love that I am capable of in this moment is kind of, you know, that kind of directs a person deeper. Yeah, I like that question that you said, how can love be present? You know, how can love be present here? Because I I think that we're really on the same page with this, and we talk a lot about this at The Mind Aware too, where, where it's that you don't need to push away all of the other emotions that are not only can love exist within those other emotions, but I would even argue that love does exist because of all of those other emotions. Right. You know, that you, in order to fully experience love, you have to be willing to get in here in the mucky muck and have some fear and worry and anger every so often too, you know, that it's all kind of part of that same package. And right. Yeah. And I love this. I really I love this question. So, you know, I think sometimes people have a, a hard time understanding how does feeling good or thinking about love or talking about being guided from that kind of background silence that we all have inside of us that we don't necessarily always tap into as often as we should. How does that benefit your business or how does that make you money? And I would like to suggest that being more focused, being more present, giving yourself that pause before you act gives you an opportunity to act from your highest self. It gives you an opportunity to put more love and emotion out into the world. And therefore, that, of course, is going to make you more money. Anytime you're coming from a positive, you're going to gain momentum. And and so what do you think about that? Do you feel like feeling love and feeling focused and feeling present also affects productivity or affects how you are in the world? I definitely feel like it can. Um, you know, when you're, I'm fully embodying that, I guess I kind of experience the productivity more. Um, but also during a time where I, I may not be able to point to kind of the outer productiveness, you know, it, it, it also helps 
embrace and enjoy those times and just, you know, those times where I didn't get as much done as I wanted or, you know, just kind of, you know, actually experience the relaxation during the relaxation time. Um, and, you know, sometimes you can also at that point look back and see, oh, like during the, those time when I was focused, um, you know, when you're really allowing the that essence to shine through what you're doing, it, it comes out and impacts people in a way that, you know, kind of you trying to take the reins and force things through couldn't necessarily do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's when you get all your brilliant ideas, you know, when you're stepping back and when you're relaxed and when and also it makes you like feel more like you're your true real self when you are out in the world and you are out engaging. I mean, all it's it's definitely a, important and a balance. I couldn't agree with you more. I love it. You know, I want to take a quick break and check in with our Facebook audience to make sure that we're coming through and to see if they have any questions. When I come back, I want to talk with you more about this topic and how we can use it to be fully ourselves in the world, you know, be more present, like really some kind of, because I think it's easy to say, like, try to come from a place of love. But I do think people say, like, well, how do you do that? Like, I'm angry right now. How do I see the love in this moment or whatever it is? So let's dig into that a little deeper when I come back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're talking to Curtis Christian, and I want to give you an Earl here. You can check him out over at Live and Love Now liveandlovenow.com. You're going to love He's got some awesome T-shirts over there, and there's a Live and Love newsletter you can check out and opt in for. Um, the book, of course, is out now, so you're definitely going to want to take a look at that Live and Love Now. We are live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, and so now we are going to go get some comments from our Facebook audience, see how they're doing. We'll be right back in one second to dig more into why is love important. Be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainyou.com, and that's trainyourbrainyou, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hello, everyone. Dana Wild here with the Mind Aware, and welcome back. We are talking about love today. You remember that Beatles song? How'd it go? Give me a pen. All you need is love, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe that is all you need, and we're about to find out. I'm here with the author of the book, I Am, You Are, Love Is, and you can find him over at Live and Love Now. His name is Curtis Christian, head over to Live and Love Now. I, I'll tell you one of the things I love about your website is that you have T-shirts available there that are big, powerful I am statements. So it's like I am powerful, and then you've got the like you are powerful, love is powerful, next order, I am amazing, or I am wonderful. And I really think that your your message is so, for lack of a better word, powerful, so powerful because I don't think often we're coming from those those positive attributes for ourselves. We're not thinking of ourselves in these terms. We're not thinking of ourselves in this way. We're not staying focused on that. There is 
that kind of silence and voice behind the voice. We may be having a bad experience in this moment, but that's not who we are. And so do you have any tips for how to be acting more from really who we are rather than from the bad experience we're having in this moment? <laughs> uh, sure. And that, that, you know, kind of changes for everyone a little bit. A lot of it just comes back to space and awareness. And so a lot of that is talked about in the book, just looking at awareness and, and exploring that and looking at different stages and kind of how to, to grow that. Um, it, it, it also comes back to, you know, not, like giving yourself a little time and space before you react or say anything, you know, kind of just, just reflect and ask, you know, one thing I went and did, you know, so for me, love um, was a big thing. I'm not saying love has to be, you know, big thing for everybody. And it's kind of a cheat code for me you know, to say, you know, is love all you need for me? It's yes, because, you know, the way I, I approach things, well, love is everything. So it's kind of, you know, in regards to what you say, oh, I need this. I'm like, oh, yep, yeah, love's in there. Um, but just to kind of, find you know what value you know you truly feel resonates with your understanding of who you are and a lot of times our understanding of who we are will even change and deepen and so what it is right now you know may not be exactly what it will be tomorrow especially when you're you know kind of doing this self um introspection but so for me you know was love and so i step in a moment and I'd say, you know, how do I optimally express love in this moment? And so not to necessarily push whatever else was there away, but just to make sure that, the, you know, the words and the thoughts and everything all aligned with what I was capable of. And so when I say optimally, it's like, you know, so what am I capable of right now? Not what, you know, I want it to be like, oh, you know, I'd love to be, you know, walking around like Jesus. You know, he seemed really loving and whatever, but that's not, you know, I'm just not in that place right now. But, you know, how what what can I do differently with where I'm at, my understanding of, of who I am and how important love is to me? You know, how, how can I just say, you know, one word, maybe slightly more optimally to that person, even though I am experiencing something, you know, I, I perceive as negative inside or have, you know, one more you know thought that's just even a little nicer than a thought would have been, you know, given what I'm experiencing inside and, you know, that person who just cut me off. Um, you know, traffic is one of the places where kind of my uh, uh, get to experience a lot of that the most. Really look in and see. Mine is technology. I know. Is I feel okay. you. That's right. It's like, uh, believe me, even brain trainers get mad every single day, usually in front of my computer. So, you know, I, you said a couple of things here that I want to repeat because I think this is really a good formula for uh, implementing this. The first one is, I, I don't want to say don't react, but it's more like allow space. So you right. said space and awareness. So just allow yourself space before, and, and I know this has been a huge practice of mine, just n not jumping in and wanting to respond to something that's emotionally charged to really just give myself that half a second of extra time to choose my reaction rather than to come from whatever emotional state I'm in in that point. The next thing you said, and I want to repeat this sentence, is how do I optimally express love? like in the best way I can right now, because maybe the best way you can right now is just to be quiet, right? Maybe the <laughs> right. best way you can right now is just not to say what's really on your mind. That might be the best way you could express love in the moment. It might, doesn't have to be all of this like, oh, peace and love, brother, here's a flower. You know, it can right. be just like, I'm not really telling you what I think of you right now. <laughs> kind exactly. of an expression of love. And I think that's okay. I mean, I think that's why I like what you're saying is that we, we don't want this to be all about like, oh, we're all just blissed out every second. What we're all doing in every moment is really just doing our best to be present and focused and aware. So how do you allow for that space so that you don't react? Like, do you have some kind of a cheat for how um, you do that? Yeah, I say get good. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm that good at it yet. Um, 
But I wouldn't say there really is a cheat. I mean, you know, the breath, I think, is the thing a lot of people point to, you know, sitting back and taking a breath, um, because that allows both time and space to come in. It's kind of an invitation of space to come in. Um, you know, that sometimes isn't... Uh, when you're in those moments, it's tough to say that there is a cheat. I'd say if you do react, like, you know, so you say don't react. And, and if, if a person, their understanding of who they are in that moment has them reacting. And, and then, like I said, tomorrow, your understanding of yourself is a little deeper. And, you know, don't be too hard on yourself for the fact that you're actually just kind of explore that. So the cheat is just to constantly turn it inwards, I suppose, and constantly get, you know, that, that inner, exploration done but that's really not considered a cheat because that's it really is um so it can be some hard difficult work and it can be a long process so it's yeah. not a cheat code but it really for me has always been the answer so yeah there's no shortcut in the sense of it's this is a case of really where practice makes progress you know just keep practicing and you'll get better and be kind to yourself and don't beat yourself up when you do react. And, you know, one thing I know I do that helps is if I'm in a moment like that and I'm taking a pause, usually the other person wants to engage, you know, they because there's that there's that momentum of emotions where they want to like, I don't want to say go, go you on, but they want to engage because they want to escalate the direction you're heading in. And so one thing that helps me when I'm taking that pause is just to say I'm taking a pause to center myself right now. <laughs> just give me a second to center myself because then it really kind of shifts where they're at too. They're thinking like, oh yeah, I want to act for my highest self too, you know? So it's almost like just name whatever you're doing. Just put it right out there, you know, state your, state your, your process or something, you know, I think that helps. What do you think of that? I definitely think, see where that would. I think the, uh, you know, <laughs> verbal expression kind of can, it, it, it both, it, kind of channels that energy from within you and it can jolt the other person too to you know start to maybe break them out of whatever you know whatever they were experiencing inside too and say you know that is you know uh, right that's a, <laughs> a good suggestion so yeah anytime you can you know I, I I'm just learning to translate some of those things into the, the verbal expression myself you know there's been a lot of like oh yeah I'll think those things like I said or you know um, but saying them aloud I can see where that can be a lot more powerful so well, and it's always whatever works, you know, it's always whatever your process or whatever your whatever works. And I think definitely taking a breath is you can never go wrong there. Just taking a pause, taking a moment, be centered. And really, I, I think there's a lot to be said for questions. So I want to make sure and repeat the question that we had here, because I really think that Curtis brings up a good point. Just asking yourself, how do I optimally express love in this moment? How do I best do it? How can I best do it? You know, that's all we're, all of us are trying to do. We're just trying to do the best we can. Do you have any parting advice for everybody before we say goodbye, Curtis? Um, just, I mean, the simple thing that I, I always tell people, you know, when we part is just, you know, be who you are, you know, because I do believe at the essence of who we are, uh, you know, there are a lot of, you know, love or, or many of the, you know, the, the wonderful things that can blossom from that is at the core of who we all are. So the closer we get to that and closer we are authentically expressing that, I feel the, the, the more powerful it's going to be for all of us. So nice. I love that. Very good. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you very much for inviting me on. This is Curtis Christian, everybody. He is the author of I am you are love is remember you can get his live and love newsletter over at live and love com. And thank you for being here because you get this. You know, in some ways as brain trainers, this is really the work we're doing. This is the essence of what we're doing, what he's talking about here. And don't you love the analogies 
he gave and the idea that, you know, the ocean is vast and the ocean is calm, but that doesn't mean there aren't some storms out on the ocean, but it doesn't define the ocean. And let's start treating ourselves like that. Let's not make it so much about, you know, I am an angry person, right? Or I am angry. It's more about, you know what, that's not who I am. I am that calm, centered, relaxed being behind the chaos in my day. You know, there might be chaos in my day. There might be serenity in my day, but let's embrace it all and let's realize that it doesn't define who we are because who we are is at our essence, the calm, centered, wise, knowing beings that you are. You are that right now and you can be that and it's easy if you just allow yourself the space and time to do it. So take that deep breath today. Practice today just not reacting for just a half a second. Give yourself that gift of just that half a second and you know what? You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's all it takes is a half a second to remind myself of who I am and what I have to offer the world. So go out there, be awesome, give yourself a break and give yourself some space and we will see you next time on on the mind aware. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway. You know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later, they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. You're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.